Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. So I'm in the bathroom right now and I look up over here and I see there's a disco ball in the bathroom. Sounds interesting. I'm intrigued. I'm perplexed. It's 98.7 WNNS, the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Uh, These things apparently are a thing, and I have no idea why you do it. Sure, it makes it interesting, uh, but if I'm in the the stall sitting down, music, and I (laughs) am using the restroom, private times. Sure. I don't want all of the sudden... For, for the bathroom to turn into a disco. And that's what we're talking about here. For Listen to this guy. these cables, it seems to go to this box, which seems to go to this button. And it's a big red button. So naturally, you have to press it. There's another one. There's another disco ball. So lights, disco uh, balls. Huh. In the bathroom, the lights go down. What? This is my new favorite washroom. Like, I can see the novelty for being on social media and posting a video like this. Guy right, did. like, haha, how funny is this? But yeah, in terms of using the bathroom, strangers doing it while you're using the bathroom, people <laughs> getting into tomfoolery while you're, you're, you're using the bathroom, it's weird. What if you're having a special moment and they're. What kind dancing? of special moment are you talking about? I don't know. Just use your imagination and. <laughs> People are start dancing and singing. <laughs> right. It's a little And then little they're awkward. recording and say you make some sounds. <laughs> Granted, nobody ever is going to know it's you, but it's extremely uncomfortable, Sarah. I imagine it to be. <laughs> and, you know, people continue to make all sorts of weird decisions, you know. Not just putting this stuff into bathrooms, but this Ohio couple held their wedding in one of these places. Oh, my goodness. Doesn't surprise me it's in Kentucky, but okay. uh, <laughs> this gas station is uh, viral. Now, I don't know if it's this one gas station um, or multiple, but uh, if it's just this one, it's getting a lot of play on the internet. Right. Logan Abney and Tiana Alialstock, weird, weird names, uh, who live in Cincinnati. Um, okay, so they're in Cincinnati. Said their I do's in the bathroom at the Hop Shops located in Verona. Okay, so what are the the store's bathroom went viral online for the big red button that causes a disco ball to switch on and to play dance music. During his vows, Logan said, "Tiana, from the first dance." In this disco bathroom to this moment, <laughs> I've vowed a hop through life with you. Oh, my gosh. Through the funk beats and the mellow melodies. Every rhythm in life. The couple pressed the red <laughs> button at the end of the ceremony to share their first dance. Where did Kentucky? Where did I get Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah, it was in a Kentucky gas station, but they're originally from Cincinnati. So they, so they drove. They're, yeah. they're, they didn't go to a local gas station. They went to a... This is a destination wedding. You're asking people to pay to go to your destination wedding. <laughs> your, your destination bathroom. bathroom wedding. I can't... I don't... You, when you got married... Um, granted, you know, I know we spent probably too much money on our, our wedding. This could be a great way to cut costs. This could be. But then are you cutting the cake in the bathroom? I would go are out you, of the bathroom. Are you serving hors d'oeuvres in the bathroom? I would go into one of the aisles in the gas station and maybe do it that <laughs> Open way. Open up the package there and eat it. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah, Rocky and Sarah. on 98.7 WN.
Songwriter Tiffany Red uploaded a video to social media calling out singers for their unfair business practices. Oh, boy. This is the internet now. You know what I mean? This is like people can just go out and, like, shout it from a mountaintop. Say whatever they want about someone. And this has seemed to uh, really catch some wind here. She initially began calling out many artists who received credit for writing a song when they factually didn't participate in the writing process. She listed Tamar Braxton, uh, Zendaya, uh, Savine Streeter for taking percentages for publishing that they weren't rightfully theirs. Oh. Uh, listen to her here. To walk away from your opportunities is a privilege that everyone does not have. Doesn't have the high power manager or the the high power lawyer to negotiate these deals, right? So when you go in there, you're by yourself and you're negotiating, negotiating and being like, no, I don't want you to take 25% of the publishing because you didn't write on this song. It's not that simple. So going into a meeting with somebody who's like huge has to be nerve wracking. Right? I imagine so. If you went into a meeting with Beyonce, yeah, and then huh? you're there, and then you're there, and God forbid you say the wrong thing. Because, like, right. I feel like in those situations, one thing that you say can just kill a deal. They'll just shut it down. Exactly. Right. So I see what she's saying here, but she, you know, she really went after Beyonce specifically um, to kind of call her out to modernize her music business. Oh. Uh, while she did admit that she hasn't worked with Beyonce, she argued that it was because she heard about her unfair practices. Beyonce is not above being held accountable for her business practices. She is the biggest artist in the world. One of the richest artists in the world. She can choose to do better business. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Beyonce doesn't know. get called out a lot, but she is calling out a lot of people here. So uh, Tiffany Red is no longer like a. <laughs> I know her name now. We're talking about her. Sure. Yeah. See if they use her again for writing purposes. Yeah, I know. Yikes. See, that's the thing. Well, Keefe D lied about killing Tupac Shakur for money. That's according to his lawyer after his client appeared in a court in Las Vegas. The 60-year-old, real name Dwayne Davis, fabricated his role in the 1996 assassination of Shakur to Hmm. bank tens of thousands of dollars through media interviews and a memoir after seeing an ex-LAPD officer make money with his own book. Tupac. Oh, gosh. Later, Keefe looked disappointed, shutting around or shuffling around in his shackled hands and feet after hearing how his trial would be postponed until November. I mean, in summary, it, it's just like I said, there's no evidence that he was involved. He did what Detective Kading did. He put out a book and he made money. I mean, even the state's main um, investigator um, that testified at the grand jury said this is all about making money. Why would you do that? Like, why would you uh, throw yourself under the bus for a murder? Right. To, uh, to make money off of a book. That that makes zero sense to me. But to get I, famous and right. I, I would dis- rich? I, I believe it, but uh, yeah. why would you do that? I don't know. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 987 WNS. Yeah. Coffee times. The best. Need it. Badly. <laughs> yeah.
Yes. All right, time for 411 and the 217. But before we kick off talking about these fish fries, uh, because it is the Lenten season. That it is. We got uh, an email from uh, our listener, Dave, who said, Try incredibly delicious. If you weren't listening just moments ago, we were talking about how today is uh, National Sticky Bun Day. We called Duncan on 6th, I believe. Is that what on you said? On 6th, yep. And uh, they do have sticky buns. Cinnamon rolls with some frosting, which I think counts. That's a sticky bun. Um, yeah, it's, it'll do. Bun. But he said incredibly delicious on 7th behind Springfield Clinic. Uh, mm-hmm. Has really, really good pastries. Have I you haven't ever been? been there. No, I have not. You oh have. my gosh. That's where we got our wedding cake from. It's so good. Really? Yeah. Okay. How many tiers was it? Amazing. It was two, three, three tiers. Sounds about right. Yeah. Well, this guy, Patrick, the owner, apparently trained in France for a lot of years, so knows what he's doing. The French okay. do pastries pretty good. That's right. They do. Okay. Lent, fish fries. All right. Yes. There are a lot. I always talk about the little flower fish fry because my son goes to Little Flower, so of Which course. Which is the best one, I think. But It's, th- it's pretty good. It's real one, good. The only one I've been to. Oh, here in Springfield? Yeah, so, but oh, it's the best. It's really, really good. Next one's coming up this Friday. There's another one, March 1st, March 8th, March 15th, and March 22nd, all on Fridays. Adult meals, $12. Kids meals, $6. They got donuts. They got ice cream. You can get fish, shrimp, cheese, pizza, chicken tenders, or grilled cheese with fries or a baked oh. potato, which I love. And hush puppies, yeah. which did you, you love. Did they have the uh, taco stand this year? I think they did, yeah. Okay, yeah, fish taco. Come on. I mean, that's just thinking outside the box, little flower. It's getting I like creative. It. Getting creative. Um, giving up things for Lent. You know, this is when people usually eat fish on Fridays. You were talking about uh, giving sweets up, which we're talking about. Sticky Bun Day, incredibly delicious. I know, Terrible I know. time for you. Um, it's the worst. How many times do you think of the 40 days you're going to eat sweets? Because you've already broken it once. I broke twice? it once. Ye- once. I broke it once yesterday. Okay. Because and I only this had last a... week was Ash Wednesday, right? Yes. So was... <laughs> I know. I had a nibble of this. crumble cookie. All right. I'm rooting for you. I just, you know, it doesn't sound like you're very invested. <laughs> I'm invested. I'm totally invested. Uh, God's watching, Sarah. I know. I'm trying to be invested. Right. You can tell me you're invested. You can tell them you're invested, but... Are you invested in are your you heart? invested in your soul? Oh, okay. Well, I think so. Gosh. I'm trying not to eat the sweets, but it's crumble cookie, and it's sweets and delicious things, and it's hard. It is hard. My mom is a big coffee drinker, which I'm turning into. I mean, uh, turning into, I've been one for years and years and years. What mm-hmm. am I talking about? But I love coffee so much. She tried to give it up for Lent once when we were growing up. And by the end, we were like, Mom, for the not by the end, midway through, we were like, Mom, please, <laughs> pick up the coffee. God's going to be a lot happier if you pick up the coffee and treat your family with some respect. <laughs> Time for more of The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. The Easy Bake Oven. I had creepy crawlers. I don't know how these were allowed in the homes of people. The the creepy crawlers, uh, if you don't remember, it was this oven that you put on the carpet, essentially. <laughs> and you would heat these steel little plates that you put like this juice into so hot that it would uh, it would like melt and then turn into rubber and you had like a little rubber uh, spider 
really, cool. really little payoff for as much work and danger was uh, into this. Now, the Easy Bake Oven has been around for a long, long time. Quite some time, yes. But this woman, she says that uh, she was poisoned by the Easy Bake Oven. A oh. Massachusetts mother, she's claiming that she and her husband and their eight-year-old daughter got sick after attempting to use it. Uh, this is kind of how things start off. And I don't know if it's kind of proven that... Uh, you know, it was the Easy Bake Oven, but she definitely seems to think so. My daughter and husband uh, used the Easy Bake Oven for the very first time since she got it. They were in the kitchen doing that while I was in the bedroom packing. And as soon as they plugged it in, Nora was like, this smells weird. And my husband just assumed it was because it's, it was a toy and it probably smelled like plastic when you first plug it in. Uh, but he also has not had smell or taste for three years ever since he had COVID. But of course, we didn't think anything of it. The smell went away, and they continued to cook. They were making um, a two-layer cake. 16, 20 minutes later, uh, they took it out of the Easy Bake Oven and realized it still was not cooked fully. No. So they figured, this is trash. We don't even want to make the second layer and unplugged it. Nobody ate it. They threw it away. About 45 minutes after they initially plugged in the Easy Bake Oven, Nora was complaining of chest pain. So, kids complaining of chest pain, that's a pretty big deal. That's would you, scary. Would you connect that dot? Would you be like, they were just using the Easy Bake Oven, they said there was a weird smell, would you make that connection? I don't know if I'd make it immediately. Well, she seemed to kind of connect that dot. Oh. Um, because then shortly thereafter, chest pains, the daughter said that she was having a hard time breathing. So oh, man. the the mom uh, took the daughter to the ER, and as they're going to the ER, the dad was like, I'm kind of having a hard time breathing too, and it hasn't passed. Oh. Um, so they're going to the ER. As, they're get, as they get there, the mom is like, I can't really breathe well either. So they're oh, all admitted to the hospital. The fire department uh, went, were sent to our house to check the inside and outside uh, to check the air quality, and everything came back clear. But at that point, it had already been eight hours since the Easy Bake Oven was unplugged. So that would have cleared anyways. Um, but lead, um, carbon monoxide, mold, everything was negative. So all signs point to the Easy Bake Oven. Now, she was not put on oxygen at the hospital. But her husband and her daughter were put on oxygen. Oh, that's scary. Her daughter's oxygen was at 89, which apparently is very low. Um, so, yeah, all of this stuff is happening, but all of these tests are coming back negative. So, you know, they don't really know what's going on yet. They don't know. They don't know what? <laughs> they don't know if it was like a manufacturer defect if it was a malfunction of sorts, but there was some sort of poison that got emitted from that machine when we plugged it in. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WNNS. Going all the way back, Sarah Smurfs to 1866. Good year. <laughs> they always are, aren't they? Aren't they? Actually, I don't think there were many good years uh, before, you know, maybe like 40 years ago. <laughs> I think years are hard. Interesting. 1866, the first woman graduates from dental school. Applause sound effects. Woo! This is from the Ohio College of Dental Surgery in Cincinnati. Very progressive Cincinnati at the time. Excellent. Way to go, Cincinnati. 1878, the first telephone directory is issued. Huh. <laughs> One page it consisted of. Oh, really? <laughs> Whose telephone numbers were on this? I wonder if you had to like pay to be a part of the directory and there were like three people... 
we're like, oh, look, I haven't heard of this directory. I'll give you a little bit of cash and then you can. Right. I don't know. 1878. Huh. 1885. The Washington Monument is dedicated. Have you ever been to D.C.? Oh, yeah. I've been a couple times. It's Brian's favorite city of oh, all of the cities. Of course cities. it is. Brian, you know, let me just say, I hope you're listening, dude. <laughs> because uh, there are so many other cool places. I mean, D.C. is beautiful, the cherry blossoms, but D.C., that's he your favorite city? loves history. He's a big history buff. He went to school for history. Does he spend much time at the library? At the library? Oh, yeah, the, they have that really cool Sangamon Circuit uh, oh gosh, like history got, thing. What, here in Springfield? Yeah, oh. at the library downtown. No, he should, though. If he likes history. Ah. 1925, the first issue of the New Yorker magazine is published. I never got into the New Yorker. Nor did I. It's a little too highbrow for me. I bet you Brian would like it. I'm sure he would. <laughs> <laughs> 1931, no more indigest. We have Alka-Seltzer introduced. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Do you use that? Do you get indigestion? Not really. My husband does. I don't yet. Is that something that you get when you're older? Um, no, I don't think so. Well, I got it when I was older, but I've just, I've, you know, I've ruined my stomach. I've uh, eaten Crave cases from White Castle. <laughs> it doesn't always go over well. True, when you true. Get older. Right. 1953, Francis Crick, what a name, and James Watson discover the structure of DNA molecules. Wow, they're smart. Uh, I guess. Francis Crick. I'm surprised he didn't go into another industry of, like science. Crick seems like he would have been... Uh, like a football player? No, 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 no. Like uh, uh, somebody who works with numbers. Oh. Like a... Uh, like Brian. Uh, like Brian. <laughs> Jackson 5 in 1970 debuts on American Bandstand. I remember um, that. Well, I don't remember <laughs> that. I wasn't born in 1970. I was say, huh? But I, I remember VH1 and they'd be like, American Bandstand, when they would do reviews of pop culture stuff. Yeah, you do remember, don't you? I remember um, posting this thing on Facebook and it was this thing from the Lincoln Fest in 1981. Yes. And uh, a couple people were like, I didn't know you were alive then. And I wasn't. (laughs) But I remember Lincoln Fest because people talk about Lincoln Fest. (laughs) 1990, Millie Vanilli, I remember them, wins Grammy for Best New Artist. The duo later gives up the Grammy because of the lip syncing scandal, which really wasn't their fault, too. I mean, they went with it, but it was the producer's fault. It was a lot of people's fault. 1995, Steve Fawcett becomes the first person to fly solo across the Pacific Ocean in a balloon. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Plastic surgery. Would you get it? Would you do it? Maybe. I don't know. Not yet. What would you get done if you had to, you know, just spitball for now? I don't know. Botox? Bo- the Botox Maybe shot. Maybe Botox. Botox shot the poison in your forehead. Yeah, poison <laughs> straight to the forehead. There's a great episode of Frasier, <laughs> which I love that show so much, where Niles gets Botox and everybody's suspicious of him. And he's like, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? And uh, uh, Mosquito lands on his forehead and bites him and then just dies. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, people are doing all sorts of plastic surgeries. Um, you know, and it's crazy because I feel like that's a little bit becoming the normal look now. Like plumped lips and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like if you don't have that, it almost looks a little weird. Something strange. At least, uh, you know, in uh, movies and TV times. Right. Well, the most... Specific plastic surgery fixes you didn't know existed. These are interesting um, 
things. And, you know, because you usually think of maybe breast augmentation, mm-hmm. um, facelifts, you sure. know, stuff like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, nose job. All sorts of weird things. So there's um, Bacall fat removal. Oh, it's... I don't know why I know this. Oh, God. What did I... Buckle? Bucal. Bucal. Bucal fat removal. Okay, I've never heard of this word. I don't Uh, know what the bucal is, though. Oh, you don't? I'm not sure where the bucal is. Can you Google it? Did we just say, like, a weird bad word on the air? Boy, I hope not. Bucal fat... B-U-C-C-A-L. Bucal Bucal? Uh, oh, an elective plastic surgery procedure to remove fat in the lower cheek. In the lower cheek? Which gives the bottom part of the face a narrower shape and emphasizes cheekbones and jawline. Ew. Let's look gaunt, baby. That looks painful. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Bucal. Bacall. <laughs> Bacall. Sounds like a bird. It's Kid Lori. Uh, there is also a dimpleplasty, surgical method of giving yourself a dimple. There is umbilical plasty. Oh, gosh. So, you know, if you have like one of those kind of, if it looks like there's a thumb coming out of your belly, but you have a big Audi, you know, they can make it an innie. They can turn it it into an innie? They can do anything these days. Earlobe lift, thigh lift, lips lift, eyelash transplant. Eyelash transplant? (laughs) Eyebrow transplant. No way. But you can pretty much see all of that stuff. You know, if you're getting a thigh lift, ear lifts, all that stuff is face, thigh lift, you know, tight pants, all of that stuff. But dudes are doing something a little weird now. Okay, the guys are getting into it. Cool, cool, cool. They're doing something weird with their nipples. Oh. Yeah. Okay. They're having their nipples reconstructed to look like soccer legend David Beckham's nipples. (laughs) (laughs) It's a specific thing. The Beckham nip. The Beckham nip. Yeah. I no, love it. I know. The sports star is famed for having <laughs> the ideal male nipple, which, look, I don't know what that means, really. I Congratulations guess. to him, um, I suppose. It's it's small, almond-shaped, and symmetrical. Well, almonds aren't symmetrical. Well, and who is measuring the male <laughs> nipple? Like, is that symmetrical? The males with the nipples, I think. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.